Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live on SEN Sinclair Sinkers, a good afternoon and welcome back. Oh, yeah, good afternoon. Where's I had the weekend how, off how last the week? How was the week off? Oh, gee. Might get a run in uh, Come On Man later on in the show. Oh, okay. When I got up around Ballarat and Dalesford, like, like, well, really? What was I thinking? Like, it's not cold and wet enough down here? And, mate, I'll tell you, it was So, Dalesford, isn't cold. that the lesbian capital of uh, Victoria? Oh, no, well, yeah. I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, Did you take your KD Lang CD oh, with you? Here we are, Dance come around. on, come on. No, I, uh, I had a ball, but, uh, boy, was it cold. It was uh, really cold. And I uh, took the, hers indoors up there to get yep. her away for a while. And um, we had a good weekend. I mean, we're only up there the one night. But uh, Ballarat couldn't get a room. Couldn't get a feed. Yep. Absolutely packed school holidays. And we went out to have a look at that winter in Wonderland, the ice skating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ballarat's a beautiful place. I absolutely love Ballarat. But Not so uh, it was cold. Dalswood was even colder. Then we went over to Bendigo. We went out through Trentham and went all through the little cafes. And it was well, quite good. while you were away, because there was no Gippsland, uh, sorry, West Gippsland action last weekend uh, on SEN track. It was only Ellenbank football last week. So... Uh, I did listen in the car on the app. Well, Robbie Goodwin was away visiting family, so it was uh, Dylan Beaumont and I live at Ellenbank Football Ground, and I don't reckon I've ever seen as much mud <laughs> on one football oval in my life. I can still smell that mud. Yeah, it's one of the worst, isn't it, and when it gets be, wet? There'll be players today at Ellenbank and at Bullen that'll still be washing little bits of mud out of the crevices of their body from last well, Saturday. do you remember those days? Because we played on those grounds every week. Yeah. And you were picking it out of your ears yeah. on the Friday. Yeah. It I, was everywhere. I remember, my memory in those days was all the grounds like that. Yeah. Too. Surf management's changed a lot now, right? So uh, it's, you know, you get, um, the grounds these days are beautiful by comparison. But I can remember getting into the shower with my boots and socks on, yeah. right, just to wash the mud off so you could find the laces yep. to undo the boots to get them off. Yeah, that's right? right. So I think things have changed a fair bit. Well, I had eight years at Roval, and Roval was one of probably the worst ground yeah. uh, in that area. It was absolutely shocking. We'd play up at Mount Evelyn. that wasn't any better. Heathmont wasn't any better. Yeah. It's a beautiful ground now, but oh, my God. And I don't know. And to be honest... I was an outside 
player that used skill and that sort of thing. Yep. So the mud didn't suit me. So why I spent eight years of my best, years of my footy, was one of the dumbest. And I do make dumb decisions, well, aren't we? No, no, that is true. That is true. That's why you work with me. So uh, you had a wonderful week o- weekend off in Dalesford with the Dale yes. while I was calling footy in the mud at Ellen Bank with Dylan. And what a great caller he is too. He's, young man is he's a ripper Bunkley. young Dylan. He's, yeah. uh, he's going to go places. There's no doubt about that. So speaking of that, the AFL, uh, plenty of action going on there. I mm. see uh, the Pies got up last night after being challenged early by the Dogs. Yeah, and uh, please don't talk about what I think we're going to talk about because everyone's been talking about it. I reckon it's the greatest crock of shit that's ever uh, been talked about. The most possessions ever to walk. Yeah, so what who a cares, crazy crap I, load of crap that is. It's a bit American, isn't it? Oh, you know? who cares yeah. if he's had the most possessions of, of anyone that ever... I, I, talk about it, say it, move on. You've got things flashing up on the screen well, and the crowd's I, going I, wild. I don't get a prize for getting the most red lights whenever I go to Melbourne. So, <laughs> and over 50-odd years, that's a lot of red lights. No, I'm with you there. We won't waste any time on that. What about the... Good game match? last night. Oh, <laughs> I know, I'm excited. Um, I'm loving. Uh, look, if if so, it's a lot happened since I saw you last. By the way, yeah. If if the pure idea of England was to get people watching Test cricket again, it's worked. Yeah. Because I've always been a big believer. I'm a traditionalist. I've always preferred Test cricket over the one days mm. in 2020. Always have. Always will. And. My passion for Test cricket has gone to a whole nother level. Yeah, I, I think it's usually an Ashes series in in uh, England that uh, ignites that passion in a lot of people. I've always been that way. I'm really enjoying it. I haven't uh, had much sleep though. I must. No, I've got Wimbledon flicking, and I've got the footy flicking. I'll yeah. tell you how crazy I've got. With I've been watching the Tour de France. We yeah. had a yellow jersey the I'd, other night. See, I'd rather watch my fingernails grow <laughs> than uh, watch the Tour de France. And, I, and by the way, Wimbledon's not far behind it. Oh, I like um, I, I just like it because it's sport and the history and all that sort Strawberries of stuff. Strawberries and cream. Mate. You get all that uh, with the test matches, and I'm absolutely loving it. The uh, stumping uh, of oh, uh, Johnny Bairstow. Loved it. Yeah. Have you ever seen a bloke look such a dill? Yeah. And there's so... Everybody's jumping in on it. I just can't believe it. Any chance but, of Alex Carey getting annoyed? He should be Sir Alex Carey. Well, the best bit of keeping. He is a traditional, brilliant keeper. He is. He's doing a really yep. good job. And for a boy that started out trying to have an AFL career, yep. uh, it's been an interesting progression. And as he's on record as saying, he thanks Kevin Shooty for letting him know that he wasn't going to make it in the big league. So we went over to... Cricket, well, you reckon the odds are even more against you of making it to the top level yeah. as an athlete. And uh, not only has he made it, but uh, he made a name for himself uh, what, in that second While we're test. on the cricket, yep. I've just got to mention Todd Murphy, yep. the spinner. Yep. And I'll mention this. Machuca. Yeah, well, I, this is, I spoke to the missus last night, and this, yeah. is, this is what some women, particularly mine, are like with sport. And I said, Do you see the blank bowling there? Yeah. It's his first test. She said, oh, yeah. Now, I have the exact same conversation with Mrs. D. We'll get that. And I said, he played cricket and football at Mathaura, which is just out of Echuca. Yeah. Tiny yeah. little town, which, incidentally and ironically, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. And it's a tiny little town. I said, he played... 
uh, cricket and footy in Mathara, a population of about 110. You know what she said to me? Well, he's got to come from somewhere. Now, come on. You're not feeding him. Well, and I said to him, I'm wasting my breath, aren't I? Yeah. Why do I talk to you? That's amazing that the man is playing an Ashes series. He's in the best 11 cricketers in the country who are the best in the yep. world. No, get, and he's I from Mathara. I, I hear you, mate. It's ironic. I had exactly the same conversation with Mrs. D. And, uh, and I said, oh, the board comes from Chuka, It's a really good story and all sort of stuff. He's all new to this. And, and uh, with the goofy glasses on and all that sort of stuff. And she goes, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> she went off to watch my Kitchen Rules or whatever. It was it's on, just on the bizarre. Other channel. So there we go. So what about the, uh, the uh, third test now? It's really getting interesting. Of course, Mitch Marsh's century in the first innings was uh, being ranked as one of the great Ashes centuries. Uh, in terms of uh, its timing yep. uh, and the way he went about his business, of course. But what I love, it was highlighted by that video we saw on social media of his brother oh, and yeah. his father in Bali yeah. partying their T-shirts his 40th. off. Uh, yeah, his Sean's big brother's 40th. 40th. Uh, and it made me stop and look at some numbers for a second, right? Yep. Now, this is unique. I don't reckon this has happened in cricket anywhere else on the planet with any country. Father-son. Now, we know father-son. That's happened before elsewhere. Yep. But uh, the only fa- father and two sons to all have scored test centuries. So, Jeff Marsh has 50 test matches for four hundreds. He's a great batsman. Which I'm surprised. I thought he played more test cricket than that, but four test centuries. Sean Marsh, 38 tests for six test centuries. And Mitch, 32 tests, and that was his fourth test century. So between them all, 120 test matches for 14 centuries and 28 fifties. Now, cricket is a game of stats. There's no doubt about that. But they're numbers that no other family will ever be, not in our life. Well, people might be saying it's the best Ashes 100 they've ever seen. It's the best test 100 I've seen. The second 50... We get to 50 and I'm thinking, oh, I've got to go get a kip. I, I really need to be going to bed here. Yeah. I thought, he's just batting too well. I'll hang out and I'll watch the next 50 if he gets it. So he gets to 100 and he's just wiping them all over the park. I said, I'm not going to bed until he goes out. Yeah, and no, I loved it. I, it was really good. So and I hope uh, everybody, particularly in Gippsland, and listening today, uh, got as much enjoyment out of it as uh, we have. And the Aussies, four for 116 at Stumps. At the end of the, can you believe that, the second day? Is that right? Yes, yes. There's still three day. days of cricket to go. Uh, there was 13 t- wickets gone in the first day and 11 in the second. We and had them 5 for 87. 5 for 87 yeah. and they made 230. We let them off the hook. There's it, no doubt about that. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Um, Stokes's first test innings, was that better than Mitch Marsh's second test innings? Yeah. I don't think it was. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was. I don't think it was. If he had had got England over the line, I would have said yes. So I reckon Stokes' performance in that second test was as good as anything we've seen from Ian Botham. Yeah, I I agree with that, but the result wasn't... If if Australia win this test, they will go 3-0, they've won the Ashes, they can't be beaten. Mitch Marsh has done that. No one else made runs. Yeah. No, look, I'll go along with that. So I think... I'm not, that means a lot. I'm not denying the importance of the result, it. yeah, and the quality of it. There's no question; it was high quality. And then one more question: Yeah, should uh, Warner be dropped for the next test? Well, is that, are you going to save that for hot or not? 
Oh, is it? Oh, I haven't looked at... No, it's not in there, oh, but I you didn't... can add it in. Oh. You can add well, that in. We can add it in whenever, whenever I bloody like <laughs> it. And I'm adding it in now. <laughs> what do so you reckon? My answer to the question is, yeah, he should. Yeah, yeah I'm should. with you. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you, yeah. I think. Make, make him fight. If he wants that uh, you know what I'd Sydney do? Test match as his send-off, he's going to have to fight for you it. You know what I'd do? I'd play Mitch Marsh and Green, and I'd open head. <laughs> oh, you mean open the batting? Open the batting, Wiz. <laughs> Come on. This right. is I thought it was some sort of surgery I, that you're I talking would, about. I would have Travis Head open with Kawaja and mm. I would play Mitch Marsh and Green in nice. the same 11. Nice. I like what you're doing there. Yep. A good way to fight Baz Ball. We'll call it Osball. Yes. Uh, watching the reserves out here. And the sun's shining at the moment here at Phillip Island. For how long? And, of course, uh, you can stick with us all afternoon. We're in for an absolute beauty today. Uh, it'll be uh, the SEN West Gipsay match of the day. Phillip Island today hosting Turin Dalmore. Second place versus third. Of course, the defending champs not off to a great start in this season. Last time they met earlier in the year, we called it as well. And, surprisingly, at Turin, the uh, Bulldogs got up and won by 40-odd points. Yeah, 44 points that day and they looked very good. There's a couple of, we'll talk about later, there's a couple of big outs in both sides mm -hmm. and when I say outs, some of them haven't played for a few weeks but they're out, they've got a few, both sides got a few players that are not playing today yep. which couple at Phillip Island are mids and the couple at Turret and Dalmore are forward so it really balances up. Interesting it's mix. Be interesting. Yeah, yeah, three changes for both sides. We'll get to that a little later on. This is Saturdays in Gippsley and now it's time to get to our preview and review of I think we're going to do Ellenbank first, the Ellenbank competition. We have to because there's no, we can't review West Gippsland from last weekend, Brad, because there was none. You're switched on. And did you know As that always, a, a lot of people don't realise there was no Gippsland last week either. Yeah, that's Ooh. true. Yeah. Big game today, that one. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. The Allenbank, well, you were out there last week. You were calling the big game out at Allenbank against Bullen Bullen. 4 one Allenbank. They got up by a point. Bullen Bullen, 3-6-24. You've said earlier that the ground was muddy. It would have been impossible to call. What was the game like? Was it just a game of rugby in the mud? Impossible to call, absolutely. We couldn't see the numbers on the jumpers. Uh, from pretty much late in the first quarter. In fact, by half-time, if there were two players standing side-by-side, side, you didn't know which team they played for. Really? Right? It was that bad. Uh, and it was awful. It got to a point in the last quarter where I reckon there would have been 200 stoppages, ball-ups, oh. boundary throw-ins. The ball didn't move. And to their eternal credit, the unbeaten Liebirds kept it bottled up in their forward 50. I think they scored three or four behinds only, right? Very lucky. So still a goal in it. That's all they could. They couldn't get it down the other end. And then without a word of a lie, uh, in the last minute or so, now an old favourite of ours, Sean Phelan from yes. the Eagles, who's one of those Dreadlocks. guys who just, who just imposes himself at critical moments. And he was covered in mud. Can you imagine washing the mud out of those dreadlocks? Oh, but absolutely. Don't. And he just... He had about a... a 40 or 50 second period where he just imposed himself in about four contests in a row coming out of half back and for only the second time in the entire quarter they got it out yep. right someone marked it on the wing played on straight away kicked in the wood centre forward there's another mark taken played on the ball went to ground but then it broke loose and young Gage White uh, yeah. who we've called a few times a young fella we Good met player. his grandparents yes. uh, there as well for Ellen Bank just ran onto a loose one about 30 out and he started celebrating as soon as the ball left his boot. He just knew. I sent a photo of him up on the socials. Yep. Covered in mud. Absolutely. And just, the, just, it was the most exciting footy I'd seen all afternoon. So we had to sit through three quarters and 25 minutes of absolute garbage for that one minute. That goal put him a point in front. 
and we were in the timekeeper's shed, so we looked over the timekeeper's shoulder. Oh, well, he's pretty close to you too, are you? Yeah, it was. And um, 35 seconds left when oh. he kicked the goal. Wow. To put him in front. So, fantastic finish to an awful game. Well, very lucky too, because I hear that you had, you're there in the um, Berwick Motor Group Canon CCU. You had to pull a few people out. They're all bogged. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you got them out. We that's did. a big chains <laughs> off is, the tow, that, That's a serious machine. That's, Isn't it? Uh, a big, it's like driving a truck. Thanks to the friend, our friends at the Berwick Motor Group. We take our Alex Scott and staff caravan around with it every weekend. And it is a big, strong boost of a thing, the GWN Canon. And uh, you can see that at the footy ground wherever we uh, are calling the footy. It's here at Phillip Island today. Big games today in the Allen Bank League. Neil Madanum taking on Lang Lang at home. That's the SEN call of the day in the Allen Bank game. Uh, Katani take on Trafalgar. Bullen Bullen at home to Longwari. Nyora at home to Allen Bank. And Poowong are at home to Nearham South. That's fifth versus fourth. Should be That'd a beauty. Be Yarry going to have the bye. Looking forward to that. I, I think Nearham South will get them, but... Uh, I like Poowong at the moment. I think their long warrior will get beat by Bullen Bullen today, so that won't matter if Poowong moves. Well still be two to have clear. to play well there, and they've made a bit of a fortress. So a real test for the uh, defending champs today at Poowong, and I've got a funny feeling about that one. Oh, a really? funny feeling about well, that Well, you one. know my thoughts on Poowong. I think they're under Rodney Gundrell. They've done really well yep. this year, and I think uh, they will play finals, and they're still... Well, it's, it's an eight-point game, really. If they do win that, they'll go three games clear of six spots, so yeah. they, they won't miss finals. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll yeah. be interesting. So they're the big games for Allen Bank. Just quickly, the top five. Bullen Bullen, Allen Bank, Trafalgar, Nearham South and Poowong. Two games clear of sixth, which is long worry. So don't forget, if you want to pick up the Allen Bank match of the day here on 91.9 FM, that's SEN Track Latrobe Valley. And on 91.3 FM, SEN Track Southwest Gibson. It'll be Brad and I calling the Phillip Island versus Turidan game. But on both frequencies, Saturdays in Gippsland, right through until 2 o'clock this afternoon. And don't forget to listen live on the SEN app or at sen.com.au. And also, you can catch up on every interview or the full show, wherever you get your podcast. Time for us to take a break here on SEN Track. When we come back, our first interview for the day, I'm hopefully still going to turn up. That's uh, uh, Turin and Dalmore coach Lockie Gillespie has been lined up to speak with us. Uh, and that'll be all right after this break. Live on SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland, 91.3 FM, and SEN Track, Latrobe Valley, 91.9 FM. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Saturdays in Gippsland, indeed, and welcome back. Uh, we're live here at uh, Phillip Island Rec Reserve, and a little later on today, it should be an absolute barn burner, Phillip Island hosting Turidan Dalmore. Speaking of Turidan Dalmore, our next guest here on Saturdays in Gippsland joins us on the line, and mainly because he'd be in the, uh, the away rooms on the opposite side of the ground on a day like today with just a few minutes to go before this game gets underway. It's a very, very long walk. So he's getting us on the phone instead. That's Lockie Gillespie. Lockie, thanks and welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Uh, no worries. Thanks for having me. You make me sound a bit lazy. <laughs> no, not at all, mate. We do appreciate you talking to us, especially uh, this close to the start of the game. So we're always mindful with coaches when they uh, give us their time this late on a Saturday. But in this case, because we're positioned on the opposite side of the ground, I just said to Brad, we'll keep an eye out for you. You'll probably be walking around by those away rooms over there somewhere outside with the phone to your ear. We'll probably see I you am. I'm from here. Uh, I'm near the scoreboard, and uh, and don't worry, the boys don't listen to me anyway. So it's, uh, it's all good. Don't, they're not missing anything. <laughs> 
Oh, I can see a man next to the scoreboard yes. on his mobile phone. He gives away. Looking very, looking very suspicious there, Lucky. Yeah, very yeah, I'm trying to He's get out of these wind. Couple of deal and bags in his pocket. I'm getting out of this bloody uh, wind, and that is a very hard thing for me to do. I'm only a simple thing. Uh, speaking of. Speaking of which, Lockie, uh, you would have got down here, and I know it's been windy all week, and windy when I come through Turret and Dalmore today, you would have got down here, and what do you think when you see these sort of conditions? It can really play havoc with a game of footy, can't it? Yeah, look, you know, there's, there's obviously, um, you know, we, we've, I think everyone has to go sort of strip everything back a little bit. You've got to have some basic uh, fundamentals that you want to get out of the game, and look, in, in some ways, that's really great. I think it shows... Um, you know, I guess it sounds simple, but, you know, who, who wants the footy more? I think mean, get your hands on the footy and then be able to, from there, um, you know, keep to some, to some simple rules um, again. So, it's uh, yeah, sounds easy, but to get, you know, 22 guys to do the, do what you want for, for two hours of footy, um, you know, if you can do that, you're probably going to win. <laughs> so, over the bye, what, what did you guys do? What did you have them doing? Did you have a normal training week or did you have a bit of time off? Um, we've got a few sore bodies, so we sort of, um, you look, we did a, a bit of a recovery session on the Tuesday night, uh, so we got everyone together, and then Thursday we actually had a, a trivia night um, with our 16s, 18s, reserves and seniors, just to uh, and mix the tables, and uh, just had a bit of fun in there on the, on the Thursday night, didn't train at all, so it's more just a bit of a freshen up, and um, yeah, get, again, try to get everyone together, so that was uh, that was the key, I think, I don't know if we, you can learn too much, to be honest here, Yeah. Uh, you know, in one week, it's it's more about what can we do to, to get people together. No, gee, if you just joined us, Saturdays in Gippsland, we're talking to the senior coach of the Tour and Dalmore Football Club, Lockie Gillespie. Let's backtrack a little bit. Lockie, you're coming to season 23 as the defending champs in the West Gippsland competition. How do you think the season's gone so far? Um, oh, look, it's, it's been pretty good, really. I mean, we're, we've... Uh, you know, we're, we're probably not uh, the same output as we did last year. Um, but having said that, we've got a totally different group at the moment. Uh, with a lot, a lot of injuries. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just different faces. I think we've used a lot of people. So um, it's just been, yeah, look, a different look. Uh, definitely interesting for me from a coaching perspective. Not everything's gone our way. And that's just life. Um, you know, that's just the way it yeah, goes. So yeah. I think we've really got some yeah. good strength out of that, though. So you've been good. You've had to adapt. There's no doubt about that. Now, it was a couple of weeks ago we saw it and was... Uh, Weather affected, no doubt about that. But you lost to Inverloch there uh, yeah. at your ground. We called that one there. What do you reckon the main factor behind uh, dropping that one was in the end? Oh, um, uh, Inverloch are a bloody good side. I think they're the best side, and they've, they've shown that. They, they play a really good system. Um, they've got the, the mids were outworked our mids, so they had first hand of the footy. Um, and then they, they just kept things simple. I mean, look, last year we didn't do anything super you know amazing we just played you know good basic footy we stuck to our to our uh, system and we did it for long enough we, we can't do that at the moment um and mm. that's uh, that's our biggest issue so yeah envelope far better um yeah and i think they're going to be really you know it's going to be a bloody tough challenge to, to beat them during the year yeah. Now, lucky uh, Stewie Scanlon was goalless against Inverloch uh, a couple of weeks yeah. ago. You still have Suarez and Galea out. Is there been anything? We'll sit down, chat with Stewie, and say uh, we need a couple from you, mate. Or are you looking at something different up mm. forward? Yeah, look, um, we do. We do need um, uh, Stu to, to, to have a crack. So uh, that's as simple as it is. I, I get into him all the time. I actually find uh, a lot of enjoyment out of doing that. Um, yeah, no, he, look, he's, he's trying hard. He's, uh, you know, look, and like any small forward, it's, you know, you have your you have your good weeks and your bad weeks. I think in the end it comes down to work rate. Um, so we just keep continuing saying, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you're going to get. Um, but I think, uh, look, 
again, you know, we're, we're looking at different things. Um, you know, we're, we've actually do have Jules come back in this week, which has been a late sort of uh, a late in, which is great. So it gives us a little a different look. Probably got a more senior looking team this this week, so a little bit more height. We we're pretty short last week or last game, um, and just maybe some some a little bit more sort of overall strength around the ball. So look, hopefully that'll that'll do the trick. Um, yeah, we had I think we had three under 18s playing last game, so we've only got one this week. Just, yeah, that, that'll be like good that. to get him back too, mate. That will be good to get him back. It's been a while since he's yeah. played senior footy too, isn't it, Suarez? Yeah, Suarez. yeah. Well, we just keep, yeah, we just keep, yeah, missing, missing uh, key players at certain times. And yeah, look, again, it, it, you, that's not a, that's not a, um, you know, that's that, that's just life. As we said, we, we're not complaining about that. But it's, uh, yeah, and, and I'd like to think in the long run it'll actually do us a lot of good because maybe players who who wouldn't have got up the opportunity um, now have been able to see what senior yeah. footy's all about and and we can draw from them because there will be more injuries. Uh, yeah, before the end of the season. So, uh, so I think your, your team managers have dropped in the uh, team show. Now it's just going to ask you um, who comes out to let Jules back in. Uh, unfortunately, Brent McCaffrey's out, so he's uh, he's too old ah. and he won't travel this far. So we've decided to, to, to rest him up. Um, he's uh, no, he's actually got a bit of a sore back, and he just sort of he held that through the uh, the interlock game as well. Um, so yeah, we just again, you know, sometimes you can um, you can gamble, and I just don't think today's the day to gamble. We we did a bit of a yeah. test yeah. at the end and said, no, nah, it's, it's just not worth it. And uh, yeah, look, if we only lose because of one player, then we're we're in a bit of trouble as a club, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, and I think if there's any sort of consolation, I mean, there's no consolation to having McCaffrey out, but they do have Kimber and Richards out in the middle today, so that probably evens it up a little bit. It does. That's exactly right. I don't think there's many teams at the moment. You know, I looked at Inverloch's team uh, sheet for this week, and, uh, you know, they've got a few out too, Andy Smiles and a few of the others. Uh, uh, you know, it's well, um, that time of Marnie's year, unfortunately. Well, Marnie's popped a string. He'll be, Marnie will be out for about four. He popped a string a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you would have seen that yeah. with your own eyes. Yeah, so. yeah, he walked, yeah, he walked past me. He said he got he got a shot by uh, someone, I think, up high. But um, yes. that's what it looked yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah no, nah, he's, he's, uh, he's... Look, again, that's, that's just the nature of the business, isn't it? You, you don't have, uh, yeah. you know, 100 on your list and, and you manage. So I think, you know, bringing in kids, um, getting some opportunities into some guys that are playing, you know, some reserves. And, um, yeah, from both teams, it's, it's going to be a great opportunity to see what they can do. Yeah, you'd like to have them at this time of the year and not coming in towards the end, I would have uh, thought, Lockie. Now, with the transition, you've made the announcement uh, mm. during oh, a couple of weeks ago now that Jordan Kelly will be taking over from you. How's that tracking? Yep. Uh, firstly, that you, the, you yourself and the whole club should be congratulated on that because that looks like it's just going to be very seamless, that. Yeah, well, look, that's what we're hoping for. Um, and, yeah, look, it's been fantastic. Jordy's a great guy. Um, he, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's sort of, um, he's part of my family. He's, uh, unfortunately, uh, dating my sister, so that's not great. So that could do oh, turn pear shape. Um, yeah, it could be you really bad. More control of the yeah. family matters yeah. there, mate. Oh, I know, I know. This is, yeah, I'm not happy about that, but I think, uh, no, he's a great <laughs> guy. He's a great leader. Um, and I think, look, that's what we want to do. Give him plenty of time for our playing list so we can obviously retention of players, but also give him time to, to see what he wants to do. What does his coaching group look like? Um, you know, what is, uh, you know, what, what's happening with um, with the coaching group we've got? Um, just things like that. What does he want to, you know, what sort of players is he looking at getting? And it gives him plenty of time yeah. and uh, gives the club plenty of time. And I'll obviously be there to help uh, as best as I possibly can. 
Well, mate, uh, there's uh, half a season to go here. Wouldn't it be nice to go out with back-to-back -back premierships? And that's not out of the question at all for the Seagulls. So we wish you well. And again, we uh, want thank to thank you. you for your generosity today. We'll have to do some sort of handover interview at some point with Jordan as well. Um, yeah. Just so yep. that you can That'd hand him great. over to us and we can... Uh, play with him beyond that mate but appreciate you hiding behind the scoreboard today to stay out of the wind and so your players can't see you doing any media so you won't get a fine on oh, thursday night i'm gonna wake up to you yeah no they were still uh, they were looking at me when they were kicking the goals and i'm getting teased so don't worry i'm uh, I, I never escape anything at this club. <laughs> uh, well it was worth a try mate nicely done lucky gillespie uh, thanks for your time go well today thanks very much guys have fun see ya Thanks, right there, Senior Coach. Looking like a flasher down there behind the box. Looking about as dodgy as a bloke from Luke, but good on him for doing it, and he really appreciate it. This close to game time, Senior Coach and Premiership Coach, Lockie Gillespie. What a ripping bloke. Yeah, and his last half a season left as coach of two and four, he walks away from it and spent some time with the family. Good on him, too. I reckon that's terrific. And it is. And the reason why I asked that about being seamless it's so often, and I've been there, when you're coaching, you don't go out on your terms. I did it this way at Roval, yep. and I loved it. I even helped with the interview process on the new coach, and it's really good and you're comfortable. Like, uh, similar to what Damien Hardwick's done at Richmond. He yeah. went out and everyone's happy, Yeah, no, and, yeah, and there's an ugly way to go out, and that's very, very no, good. No acrimony. 100% no, agree, and he's done the right thing, so hats off to them there. All right, we're going to move on there. That was Lockie Gillespie, senior coach at Tour and Delmore Football Club. It's time this time every Saturday afternoon, Brad. We have a little segment. We like to call it Hot or Not. Hot or Not. For Donalda Motors, home of Mitsubishi's tractors and farm machinery. It is hot or not, thanks to Donalda Motors, home of Mitsubishi tractors, farm machinery. You want to start, Brett? Yes. Uh, today's uh, game at home is make or break for Dalston against Coraline. Uh, no, I think it's already broken. Not. No. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I reckon it's gone too. Yeah. I, I reckon even if they win that one today, they're gone. Hey, <laughs> just on that before we move on to that, just want to talk about a uh, new recruit just before June 30 was yes. all finishes to Coralie Football Club announced. Uh, they're very, very excited. Uh, they've uh, picked up Josh Co uh, Cochran, uh, who's the former city uh, St Kilda City skipper from the Southern Football and Netball League. Six foot one. Uh, match-winning midfielder. It'd be a good addition to the Coraline outfit there. Of course, a lot of troubles at St Kilda City Football Club. Uh, and, uh, of course, Josh was the skipper there, but there's a lot of changes there. I like what Coraline have done there just before June 30. See just what you need, see what you can get. Picked him off. Yep. Picked him and off. And that now... And he makes his debut this afternoon ...takes the them from an also maybe chance to a real threat. Oh, they're right in it anyway for No, mine. no, not They've as a threat. With a, not with these top. No, no, no. But oh, now oh, they are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're a fourth place side. Yeah. They now become a double chance with Cochran, opportunity. Cochran yep. in there really, uh, yep. and he can have a real influence there. All right, I'll keep going. Bull and Bullen would have kept their unbeaten run alive in better conditions last weekend. Is that hot or not? That's not. That's just ridiculous. Nah. That's... 
if my auntie had, oh, yeah, move on. you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I she'd be know. my uncle. No I, I, chance. I, yeah, can you tell? But you know what? What doesn't matter, and what, what we know about them, and Bob McCallum in particular, the playing coach down there, is yep. a high quality individual. We spoke to him before the game. He won't be accepting any excuses. No excuses are no. for victims, and victims never win. So exactly. I, he, there's no way in the world he he'd come at that. Next rivalry round in the Gippsland League is a fantastic idea. Uh, I reckon the jury's out. Oh, geez, I'm hot on it. I know you like it. And I, I look, love it. These blokes, 70-year-olds 70 think it's like they've been around for you. They've watched it all happen. I get that. I mean, that's, that's I terrific. It. Because we, we don't have that here in West Gippsland. Yeah. Gippsland have it. Maul, Tarelgan, been around a long time. Yep. Sale, yep. Warrigal. They've been around for years. I love it. I get it. I get it. And they've had, they've been lucky. They've had... Continuous consistency in that league where clubs haven't come in and out. Yeah, I know, but we don't have it. We're skipping. We've seen already that the footy's still good without it. I reckon oh, it's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not questioning the footy, yeah. but it gets. You go to a more Terrellgan game, you go there with a bit of oomph. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. All right, next one. Uh, Foster's draw with Newborough last week shows the Premiership race in the Mid Gippsland competition is alive and well. Hot or not? Very, very hot. Burning my Stop fingers, it. that one. You're hot. <laughs> I'll tell you why. From second place on 28 to seventh place on 24, there's one game separating six sides in that competition, and I think that's very hot. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I think you could be right, uh, and we want to see it. But I, my money's still on the doggies there. I, I like the way they go around you, bro. Your turn for the last one. Other clubs in Gippsland who are trying to rot the point system should be very worried. We're talking about Swan Reach. Oh, well, we haven't talked about it yet. We'll probably uh, maybe get a chance to talk about it a little later on. I reckon there's a few of them might be consulting their dry cleaners to get some underwear oh. fixed up right now. There'll be a couple of them that uh, we're seeing what's going on there with the point system. They could be in a bit of trouble. Hey, uh, that's hot or not. Thanks to Donalda Motors, your official Mitsubishi and tractor dealer in Gippsland. That's Donalda Motors in Mafra and Beansdale. Hot or not. If you've got any of those, you bump into Brad or I during the week, make sure uh, you put them in front of us. That's all right. Time for us to take a break here on Saturdays in Gippsland. When we come back, we'll be doing a full preview of the West Gippsland action for this week. And why don't we talk about Swan Reach as well. And come on, man. Still plenty to come on Saturdays in Gippsland. Don't go anywhere. Back with more right after this. Live on SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland, 91.3 FM. And SEN Track, Latrobe Valley, 91.9 FM. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland. Hope your weekend is going well. It's Ian and Brad here through until 5 o'clock this afternoon with the match of the day. But Saturdays in Gippsland now through until 2 o'clock. And right about now it's time for Come On Man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, this is going to be interesting this week. We've got a couple. Do you want me to start, Brad? Yeah. All yes, right. you okay. go for you it. Was Beasley writing things down out there. Okay, I want to go back to the test match and the stumping furore uh, around Johnny Bairstow. And when that great pill, Stuart Broad, chimed in with his advice here, came onto the ground and acted like a complete deal. Uh, but then in the press later on, Quite articulate was our friend Broad, but had to revisit Sandpaper Gate, didn't he? Just to press home the advantage, he goes, especially uh, given what their team has been through over recent years with all their cultural change. Not one of them said, hang on, lads, I'm not really sure this is OK. Come on, man. Come on. 
man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, look, I'm going along the same theme. It's the magnificent under underarm in 1982. Yeah. That was the best bit of cricket I've ever seen against the sheep, you know what, mm -hmm. shaggers. Um, now we've got the soap dodgers with a similar thing. With yeah. a, the, That was yeah. the greatest bit. Of, and this guy is the best keeper in the world right now, Alex Carey. So what's your come on man? My come on man is English people. If you don't like it, <laughs> take up another sport. You are, And any Englishman in Australia, go home. Oh, come on, man. man. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, Somebody got a bucket of cold water. I might have to chuck it on Brad. All right, I'm going to go a bit serious here. Now, this came up during in the last week or so. There's a club in the eastern part of Gippsland that has been caught uh, with some players uh, with the wrong points allocation against them, saying that they were junior footballers at that club, signing a stat deck to prove that they were, when in actual fact, uh, the stat deck might not be illegal if it's not if they knowingly know it's not true. And I'm led to believe uh, that there's a term of imprisonment available to people who wow. knowingly sign a false stat declaration. Anyway, uh, aside from that, club president there, Mr Marsden, was uh, contacted by the local paper. I was reading a quote from him in the paper. Uh, AFL Gibson contacted the club on Wednesday, June 21, uh, requesting the club provide a written response to AFL Gibson providing the relevant details for consideration points allocation for players etc and they expected it by close of business Friday the 23rd now you do the maths Brad, 23rd, 21st that's two days? two days yep two days Two days. okay so two, they gave them two days to come up with a please explain basically and the president said the timing was uh, incredibly tough by any standards <laughs> come, come on man, man. Come, come on man, man. Oh, man, that's no good. Get on your barrack. Come hey. on. All right, last one for you. What is going on there with that? It's local footy. Yeah. Come on, it's about pies and people in the community getting together. It's not all about winning in a six-team competition. Yeah, and so what's worse too, when there's a smell of blood in the water, everybody realises they've been busted. Yeah. Everybody Blaze blow, just look, jumps ship. Yeah, that's what happens. They run like bunny rabbits and they're all out of there. Yeah. Left them with nothing. That's right. It sounds like the English cricket board. Sort of. Hey, all right, my next one. Now, last weekend I told you I went away with Dale. Yeah. We got up to Dalesford. Is this for publication? Ballarat. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah okay. there's, there's none, right. none of that. Don't want you to get in trouble when you No, no, it wasn't my birthday. And uh, <laughs> we, we get up there. <laughs> And we go in and uh, we, we she, she's just a ripper because I'm paying. She'll get on the phone and yeah. say, well, go through the what if. We find it hard to get uh, a room because yeah. we didn't plan this, mm. like my daughter. Um, and, and what happened <laughs> was that uh, she goes, here's one, Dalesford. Three hundred and twenty-five dollars, and I'm not, I'm not tired. I don't yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah. Jeez, that'll be a nice room. I want a nice bed. Yeah, yeah, mate. It was the size. It was half the size of the Alex Scott and staff commentary box. Mm. Uh, the there was crap all over the walls. Uh, it was cold because the heating wouldn't work. Now for three hundred and twenty-five, I I expected a butler, but <laughs> then we go down for dinner. Yeah, a big restaurant, beautiful looking. I was really hungry, and I, it, the menu looked magnificent. We go down, and when I booked in, and I got in there, and I said to the guy, "We're going to be here for dinner." He said, "Yeah, no worries, not a problem for dinner." So we go downstairs to go out for dinner. No, sorry, we're booked. Well, hold on. <laughs> you just told it. He's pretty fine after that. So I couldn't, just... couldn't get a seat for dinner. So we walked around Dalesford, freezing cold. Yeah. 
no one would take us and they're going we're fully booked and I said I can see 20 tables in every establishment I went in yeah. we just want a quick feed and we'll go yeah. we, we, I'm that hungry that this will be world record time eating yeah. so we get into no one would let so we go into this Asian place and my missus is fuzzy, uh, fussy and uh we, we get in there, and the girl was magnificent. It was the she one I'm thinking of down there, just off the main drag. It's actually a beautiful restaurant, that one. Well, she was really good, yeah. and she said, no worries. Here, if you're going to be in, we've got someone booked there at 7. I said, I'll guarantee you it's 6.30 now. I'll be out by 6.45. Yeah. So we get in there. Just feed me. Yeah. And, you know, the missus orders. This is the longest come on man ever. Missus orders. Because well, you keep interrupting. <laughs> the missus orders bok choy. Yeah. Bok choy. Yeah. And I have, all, all I could get was some little bit of pork belly. Yeah. Eight $6 whiz for some pork belly and bok choy and a bit of steamed rice. Yeah. Dalesford, I won't be back. Come on, man. So, come on, man. So the great news is there was a come on, man, at the end of it. <laughs> uh, and the, by the way, we've had a call from the Tourism Commission at Dalesford. They thank you for You're not welcome. All your hard work. That was come on, man, for this week. It might not be back, by the way, after that one. Uh, there, that was uh, pretty good. That could be its own segment. Where's Brad been for a feed this week with um, the lady he watches TV with. All right, it's time for us to preview this weekend's action in the West Gippsland competition. Uh, things hotting up now uh, with the bye behind us. The finals on the horizon, Brad Sinclair. Let's um, look at who's playing who this weekend in some sort of detail. Yeah, there's only seven games left for the season. Can you believe that? How quick's it gone? Yeah. It's nearly gone already. I'd say summer's probably over then. Yeah, yeah well, long gone. <laughs> well, I can't remember that. Hey, big games this week. Uh, the first one, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Bunyip sitting 12th, take on Kilcunda. Kilcunda Bass sitting 9th. There is a rumour. Saturday's zone. In, yes, SEN zone and Saturday's in Gippsland producer extraordinaire, yeah. Sam Watson, who plays in defence, yeah. has gone to the coach and said, listen... <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting a trundle up forward against the bottom side who haven't won a game yeah. and have a percentage of 24. Yeah. Can I get up forward? And he said, yes, you can, Sam, because he ran off half-back last week and kicked a goal all the week before. Yeah, okay. before the so I thought you were going to ask him, was he allowed to wear Because it would be so cold and defensive, is he allowed to play in his tracksuit pants? <laughs> oh, no, that's a bit tough. It's no, going to be cold this up, afternoon. He, he'll get a trundle up forward at some stage today. All right. I'm picking Kilcounter Bass. You, you with me? Oh, I'd say. Yeah, they should just get over the line there against the, the dogs. Big game, this one. Dalston sitting seventh. Take on Coraline sitting fifth. And you said earlier, a new player, the ex uh, Cochran from St Kilda City, the captain. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Coraline. Fifth. Yeah, I think they're going to win without getting uh, Cochran in there. The captain of St Kilda City are a pretty formidable football side at the time. They've, a lot of them gone running since the money's run out there as well. Hard but ground to win at. Yeah, I think that's one of the things been missing in their lineup, Coraline, this year is just another uh, hard-bodied midfield. Something, some, some uh, support for Briggs, similar yes. style of player. So uh, I expect to see them win that easily anyway yeah. today. Dalston's last four losses, average of eighty-four points. No, they're in trouble. They're, yeah. they're I think the balloons something first. to miss there. Yeah. This game, whilst it means nothing on the finals, is a lot of pride at stake. This next one. Yeah. Garfield sitting tenth. Take on. Karen Barabina sitting 11th. So the Stars uh, would fancy themselves here, as would um, as would Karen Barra, you'd imagine. And I've got a feeling this could be a really good contest yeah. today, perhaps only spoiled by uh, some weather conditions. Um, Gee, it's a hard one to pick. I'm going Garfield at home. Yeah, I was talking to a former uh, Garfield man 
uh, on the phone today. I was on the way down here and he was going down for a look today. And he, like I expected that to be a really good contest. I reckon the Stars will get up, but it won't be by a big margin. No, the thing that worries me of Karambarabuna, you know, they, they, some of their defeats, last game to Nana Goon, 145 points, and the week before was 188 points to Phillip Island. They're two big losses. Yeah, they are. They're massive they losses. Are. And they so just hurt. Garfield. You, you, the, scars, yeah. the scars remain for yeah. those. So, yeah, yeah I think... Um, yeah, it's a shame. You don't want to. You don't like seeing Caravaggio in that sort of nick, but I think the stars will get it done. Then. The next game, Nanagoon sitting fourth and travelling along nicely. They've hit a real good patch at the moment, and they're taking on the eighth place Kui Rap. Yep, and they'll get it done too. As much as we, I like the way Kui Rap go about it, there's plenty of young boys in that side. Their skipper, of course, is only uh, 21 years of age. Um, but not this one. Big thing here is Nana Guna six points in arrear of Turin and Delmore. Yep. They win today, Turin and Delmore lose. They're two points behind, yep. and then they've got that double chance inside. Yeah, it's a really important one yeah. for them today. It's much more than just the four points for the Goon, yep. and they've been very professional in their approach recently. And uh, it also... And Keeps Coral in at bay. Yeah, it does. Because they're only two points behind them. Well, the, all they can do is keep winning as That's well. That's right. It's what a great uh, competition this is with this top six. But the Goon will win today. Yep, me too. Warrigal Industrials at home against the top place, Inverloch Kongwak. We called this game earlier in the year out at Inverloch. And whilst Inverloch were massive that day and give them a real touch-up, I don't think that will be the same today. But I'm going to stick with Inverloch. Well, no Marnie today. Yep. Because he popped the string before uh, the buy. So that's helpful. He, uh, there's one week there that he doesn't miss a game because of the buy. But he's going to miss at least another two, you'd imagine, including yep. this one. I think the Dusties... Uh, uh, sorry, Inverloch will get it done today. But I expect a plucky performance from Warrigal. And we counted them out uh, as much as a month ago. But they are back into the race for this one, absolutely. They're going to play a final, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll go in for Conwack, as I said, but uh, yeah, I think expect a better game from the Dusties. We'll have scores through those games uh, throughout the day. And the big one here at Phillip Island, the SEN match of the day, thanks to Fairhaven Homes, Wiz and Alex Scott and staff. And, of course, our great friends out at uh, the Berwick Motor Group and Harvey Norman want to thank you. We get the best head shaver you'll ever get for 140 bucks. Phillip Island take on Turret and Dalmore. Phillip Island sitting second, Turret and Dalmore third. This is going to be a ripper. It really is. We're looking out on the ground now, the umpires are out there. Uh, the Seagulls have been out on the ground for three or four minutes. They're going through their warm-up, and the car hauls you here are welcoming the Bulldogs as they come through the gates and onto the ground themselves now. And there's a good crowd in here. Uh, plenty of cars and uh, plenty of people under the uh, cover by the uh, social club there. And down on the wing by the change rooms... This is going to be a ripper. They got them by 44 points earlier in the year in that game that we called out at Turidan. Yep. Phillip Island won that by 44 points. I expect Phillip Island to win. A couple of big outs, Kimber and Richards in the middle. They are big outs. They are very good through the middle. I did think that Suarez was out. He comes back into the side. They'll still miss Adam Gleer up forward. But they'll be okay, but they'll really miss McCaffrey in the middle. So that sort of evens that out. I expect the island to be too strong at home. They are a better side here. Their form coming into this game is better than Inverloch Conwax. That might sound strange, yeah. but the way they're getting it done, yep. they're the strongest Agreed. side right now. Agreed, no question. And uh, I like the way they go about it as well. You could argue that the bye might have just uh, held their momentum up a little bit. The changes here from last week's signs for both of them, we'll just write those. So we'll make sure that they're very specific. Four changes for the visitors today, the Seagulls. Going out, uh, Brent McCaffrey last minute. Uh, couldn't get himself up for today. Julian Suarez comes back in after a fair break with injury. Uh, also back in to the side are Lengill, 
uh, Palberg and Dolan. That's Troy Dolan, former Cooey Rup player. Uh, going out, Tim Lenders, who uh, just couldn't get it done. Pappas and Esler, who came in late uh, last out of the last game we yeah. called at Turin as well. So they're the four changes for the Seagulls and the three for the island. Coming in, Woodfield, Pierce, and Walton going out. Oleron Shaw, Ben Taylor, and Pappas. Ben, ben Taylor, they will really miss the island. He kicked five goals the last game we called out here. He kicked four in the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, he was best on ground that day. Yeah. They'll miss him up forward. He's got an injury. Um, so they really will miss Ben Taylor as well. It's it's going to be a cracking game, Wiz, but I'm going to stick with the island today. Yeah, I uh, there's something in me wants them. I think they'll get it done today at home. I think that's going to be one of the key factors. Both sides with players out. I think it's a real test of depth. And at the moment, the depth is a little better at the island, in my view. The ladder, before we go, Brad Sinclair. Envelope on top with 44 from Phillip Island on 38. Turidan on 36. So this is for second spot. Make no mistake about that today. Yep. In fourth spot, Nana Goon on 30. Coraline in fifth on 28. Warrigal in sixth on 24. And again behind them in seventh is Dalston on 20. Uh, Warrigal beat the top side today. Uh, they will go two games clear of Dalson if Coraline beat them, but I can't see that happening. Uh, just wants a toss of the coin there. Jack Taylor from the island won the toss, and they'll kick to the scoreboard end here at Phillip Island Rec Reserve. That's just about all we've got time for for Saturdays in Gippsland for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. We've enjoyed your company. Coming up, the match of the day, Phillip Island against Turret and Dalmore. Can't wait to get started. Talk to you shortly.